is the World Productions. What has been heard cannot be unheard. www.vtwproductions.com The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, it's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. And now... On with the show! For Sunday, the 14th of August, 2011, this is Casually Hardcore. I am Nomwise. I'm Iolite. I am Daxa. And I'm Grail. And as you may have detected, Arch Nemesis is joining us. She has figured out what the microphone is for. Hmm. Be afraid. Be very afraid. In fact, let me just get right on this here. We should just make that our background music for the next several months, because I remember when Nemesis was this size when we were doing this show, (laughs) and the whole concept of containment and was born for a reason. And I remember we had to hire a babysitter for quite a while there. I'm thinking we're going back down that road. I wonder what... Princess Emerald is doing for, for, for babysitting yeah. cash these days. No kidding. <sighs> welcome back to Casually Hardcore. Mm-hmm. And welcome back to my lovely wife. Who yes. Who was far away in lands of, of hackers and, and nerd funk. Oh, I saw this great link of um, one of the guys who was attending DEF CON who went around the Rio, which was where the uh, conference was being held, and asked a bunch of people, so what do you think about all of these you know, all of these hackers. hackers, and they're like, we don't know, it's just a lot of people wearing black with tattoos and weird medallions. It's it's very strange. And then, you know, there were other people like, they're trying to take over the world. And then it was just this awesome, like... Cross-section the, of, of the, idiocy. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it was the difference between describing it as a hacker con and the... Security Professionals Conference. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. And if you described it as the hacker con, you got, you got scary, you know, oh my gosh, they're all out to get us. And if you described it as the, as the Security Professionals Con, 
then you got the, oh, they're all going to protect us, and they're all, you know, it's really was quite amusing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the uh, not surprised to no one who has a clue articles shortly after DEF CON were the, and yes, for basically the duration of the con, there were fake cell sites up the entire time, intercepting every single call. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, they... Um, they definitely owned my phone. Luckily, they were they were kind. They they could have put me on the wall of sheep. As far as I know, I was not on the wall of sheep, but they could have, um, because the first day I walked into the con and had turned off my Wi-Fi and had turned off Bluetooth my data services, but I forgot to turn off Bluetooth because ah. my iPhone puts it in a new place, mm-hmm. um, and so I wasn't looking for it in the same place. And so basically it was a, oh, yeah, owned. Welcome. Um, hi. We're in. We're we now in own your now. phone. Um, yeah, you should basically, I think, in future years, just buy yeah, a yeah. Uh, single-use throwaway cell phone for the duration uh, of the con. It was just a pain in the butt because, you know, they were also, um, they were definitely rerouting all of your uh, your calls. Oh yeah, no, they, they were they were um, doing a man in the middle attack, and they were grabbing the the text messages and everything like that. So it was one of those where they literally said, um, you know, I mean, word was around the con very quickly. It was like, you know, be vanilla don't. with your texts. Don't right. don't you know? do anything don't, you care about. Don't be writing dirty messages to your spouse. On your text. And, the, and the interesting <laughs> subtext to that is maybe you should have this attitude about this device. All, All the, the time. time. Right. right. Because someone could be doing this anywhere at any time, and you'd be just as clueless that it's happening, which is kind of the point of the demonstration. Yeah. It's usually all their yeah. demonstrations are kind of supposed to be like, eye-opening. Look how easy it was yeah. for me to do this, and you think I'm the only one who figured this out? Right. And everyone's like, oh, and then they forget it again until next year. Because yeah. we're humans, and that's how we're wired. Oy. No, it was... There were a... Uh, a startling, startling like that. <laughs> yes, there were. A, hey, stop that. <laughs> there were a startling number of um, three-letter agencies represented there in incognito. Uh, incognito the, and cognito. The well, the spot, the the spot, the Fed competition. I thought was was less successful than prior years. Either well, the, the Feds would hope that that would be the case. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it seemed to be. It seemed to be. And, of course, the standard answer to what do you do at the con, which is not a question you ask at mm-hmm. DEF CON, is I'm in the IT business. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like everyone here is in the I- IT business. I mean, DEF CON is, is a convention very deliberately designed. There is no roster of who's attending. Everything is a cash transaction. There are no names. Right. It's all you know, plausible deniability. I've never been there unless you have proof <laughs> to the contrary. Because um, they they want people to feel as free as possible to share information without fear of uh, repercussions. Right. I will say that their lines. Uh, it was a good four hours, five hours standing in line to get tickets. Initially, um, just to, to get, get the to get, to get the human badge. Yeah. yeah. Um, the badge system was non-hackable this year. It was not electronic um, this year. It was it was part of a greater cipher challenge. Yes. The, the one of the puzzle challenges involved the the actual shape of the badges, but they, they were not electronic this year. Right. The the yeah the cipher challenge was was all it encompassed all of the badges. Right. And mm. uh, um, but the badges were not hackable this year from an electronic perspective. Right. And uh, and I will say the cipher was actually pretty cool. It was. Did someone eventually crack it during the con? Uh, I saw several of our students had full paragraphs decoded at that point, which would give them directions on the next step. Step. Of uh. course. 
And so it was it was definitely a staged do this, do this, do this kind and of you a moment. Reveal the next layer. Yep. Oh, I want to be done, mommy. mommy. <laughs> well, and then the um, I liked the little uh, sheets that were bribe the uh, bribe the goons. Bribe the goons. Yeah, hang on a second. Well, I mean, the goon squad is who? They're, they're the security at the con, right? Um, and the people who run the con. So you have security goons, and then you have all of the other goons gotcha. that are running the contest areas and organizing the speakers and taking care of everything. And the um, there was a bribe card that was basically the favors that you could do for the goons Gotcha. Um, to get things. And it was like everything from act of violence... Literally, you could get your your tag punched for committing an act of violence, um, <laughs> in, in with the permission and oversight of one of the goons. Gotcha. Um, and then you could, uh, of course, there was boobs on there, because um, <laughs> nerds. Which which yeah. they immediately got the question. Well, what about the guys? Okay, man. You boobs. know, it's like guys well, they, they just they said boobs. Yeah. Man, man boobs are yeah. a kind of boob. Yeah, no, they they, they reserve the right to reject the boobs that were brought <laughs> for oh, them. <laughs> Bee cup or greater or something? That's, yeah. that's discrimination. I it was know. really, it was pretty funny. Um, yeah, there was all kinds of stuff that was, you know, all little layers of competition. Um, uh, saw an interesting assortment of challenge coins while I was there from different people. So that was very cool. They've I adopted the challenge coin, or is it just the military people you're hanging with? Um, that's, that's the old the, old tradition. The right. two that I got were military-based, um, but there were other people there that had challenge coins that were associated with other pieces. With their organization. So they, yeah. they kind of adopted the, the idea. Um, and, yeah, I mean, they had capture the packet, capture the flag. Um, they had a whole bunch of root the box kind of... And mystery box and all kinds of things going on. So the contests were as crazy as usual. Um, and, you know, it's just, it's this is the con that goes from 9 in the morning when you, you get up and roll over to the hotel until about 3 the next morning every day that you're there. Yep. And it's just, it goes and goes and goes. And if you don't kind of give it your all, then you don't get nearly as much out of it. So I got home and was just... Utterly exhausted. <laughs> See, these are the people who understand the way things work the way I wish I understood things work, because they, they demonstrate to me just how little I know about how act- how things actually fit together oh, at, yeah. at a microscopic level. Um, there's people there who understand, you know, at an electrical level how stuff works. <laughs> right, right. How an actual integrated circuit at a physical level works <laughs> and build up from that level of understanding all the way through to a high level language. Like, okay. You really grokked this. You got it all the way down, and, and I'm like, I, you make me feel like such a user. I just, I, I just use the stuff. Well, I, I think that even at DEFCON, what they recognize is that everybody's, everybody's got their specialty, and there are layers and levels, yeah. and people do have to work together. So you'll, you'll talk to the guy who's the, you know, the Python web hacker, and this is what he does. Just Python. And he is, and he knows exactly how to use every single piece of it. And, and integrate into the websites to make them do and own them and make them do whatever well, it's, it's he wants them to do. hybrid attacks where people with the different mm-hmm. specialties join together and say, okay, right. the guy who understands how the network hardware can sure. be exploited opens the door who, to the guy who can then make the software dance for him, and between them, they are a force of nature. Mm-hmm. Be afraid. Right. Be very afraid. 
and we just put them all together in a hotel. Was this necessarily a good idea? So yeah, it was. It was crazy. I have. Uh, I have discovered insanity, and this was the first time I'd ever been to like the clubs, the after parties, and I have to admit, I'm I'm forty. And I considered and myself, I considered myself, um, no, well, no, some of them are older than me, um, but I considered myself like, I know a lot of things that go on in this world, and I know a lot. This was actually the first time I'd walked into one of those clubs, and um, above my head level were the platforms with the girls dancing yeah. on the platforms in the really, really skimpy outfit. And I'm like, go, wow, go, that's the first time I've actually been to a party where... There were go-go girls. There were go-go girls, like live around, you know, around the room with all oh, kinds yeah. of stuff. I thought these only existed in James like, Bond films. No, that's, no that became probably about yeah. 10 yeah. years ago. Came that's back. Becoming a big fad for even clubs around here in Arizona. Yeah, I was just, it's, I was like, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Be afraid. <laughs> and and um, Boba Fetish says, came ho- I came home with the attitude of, let them hack, I need sleep. <laughs> and, yeah. and my attitude actually was that I came home and said, "Okay, I learned more than I knew last year, and and I know that that you know was just insanity." So, yeah, and you're gonna do it again in a couple weeks. Yep. Yeah, we're gonna do packs in a couple weeks. Yeah, same then, schedule. Yeah. Same time. The schedule, <laughs> is, schedule does not change. So uh, <laughs> schedule can even go later. God. <laughs> What she was doing uh, was training. Exactly. Right, right. You were so in training. Good prep. She's, she's better prepped than you, you poor <laughs> son. Though, looking at you, Dax, I mean, you're, you're dragging your wagon. What, what all were you up to last night? <laughs> I was at a concert. Well, our friends are in a band, and um, we were at a concert for an after roller derby party last night. No. You know, light entertainment. <laughs> light, light entertainment. Low key. Very low key, yes. It was fun. It was a lot of fun, and they did really great, and I, I love their songs because it's all original songs, and... Yeah, we'll have to put them on the show at some point, but yeah. Well, I mean, on Alpha Geek Interviews, we have a a proud segment called Shameless Plug. Oh, there you go. What what is your shameless plug? My shameless plug is our friends who are in, they just released their CD um, uh, in July. Yes. Right, that's when we were in Chicago. So they released their CD in in July. They're called The Pubes. Yeah. Um, I just want to hear you say The Pubes. The Pubes. pubes. I figured. The Pubes. (laughs) The Pubes. Speaking of the things. The things. Yes. yes. The thing that I've forgotten to do again. AFK oh. arch nemesis yes. is going. Oh, hang up. on. We need to reach for the board here and do the... Uh, there we go. Intruder, alert, intruder, alert. And since I'm over here on the soundboard, I might want might to acknowledge well. that guy. Who? The one and only producer of ours lurking mm. in internet relay chat. The Barry Von Awesome. If you have something to bring to our attention during the shows, please send a personal message to Barry VA, and he will bring it to our attention. Please do not PM the host directly during the show. You will be summarily ignored because we're egotistical that way. True that. True that. Although still not as important as uh, interrupting my the pubes plug. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) It's Barry VA. I know, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, anyway, it's an all girl band. It's really cool. They have their own music. So, I, I really dig it. It's See, I didn't realize rockish. it was an all girls band. Oh, yeah. Band. Oh, all girls all band named The Pubes. Oh. That, that is a whole other timbre to the whole well, conversation. Well, if you listen to the songs, you'll get a reasoning behind that. Yes. It's very, um, well, 
one of their songs is The Prom, and in it, it's talking about how this guy is after her and how it's never going to happen because she likes girls. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Clam so, Bake is another Clam song. Clam Bake is another song, <laughs> yes. Yes, there is that. But... Kids, and ask your parents. Exactly. Eight thousand miles for booty. That's a good. Yeah. Eight thousand. See that? That's, that's unisex. <laughs> yes, I that mean, can that, go either way. That's exactly. true. But that's a good song. So it's yeah, like, that's what I was doing last night. So I'm a little tired, but it was. Uh, it was hit quite, Google for quite the, the pubes, but I I, t- I claim no responsibility <laughs> for what comes up in a search yeah. for that particular. Click I'm feeling lucky, and <laughs> I'm sure it'll <laughs> hit you right there. Not lucky, not lucky. Exactly. Okay, so there are two bands called the Pubes, apparently, just to let you know. The all-girl band will be the one that has the pubes with the mustache under it. Yeah. See? <laughs> Mustachio. So many directions that, that could be taken, but... <laughs> I'd rather have a show instead. Yeah. There you go. So... Ah, so welcome back to the land of the mostly awake. Yes. And the semi-caffeinated... No caffeine this morning yet. I'm very... That's what, what is I'm wrong having. with you? I know. He didn't make me any coffee. <laughs> <laughs> he made uh, me you breakfast. You have bitch slapped him, I hope. She yes. made... She got breakfast. I got breakfast. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Otherwise, you know, she would have to give you the back of her hair. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> She's going to have a long walk home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Greg, what you been up to? Well, my uh, NDA is lifted, so I can talk about the fact that I was in Battlefield 3 Alpha. About damn time. Which was pretty cool. Um, actually got me really excited to buy it now. Um, it did a good job of selling it on me. The best I can equate it to was playing Equ- Oblivion. Like the vi- At least for me, when I first saw the game Oblivion, the visual of that was so stunning, and this was the same way. It was very stunning how Aww. detailed and open the world was with a lush park you're fighting around in, and yet you're doing a first-person shooter that had all the trappings of, you know, guns good, and good old yeah, fps yeah, uh, some sort of tracked vehicle was running through uh, you know bradley or something equivalent to that and it was a lot i mean it just really was immersive because they really minimized their hud so you didn't have a lot of the normal information a lot of it was done during with radio calls so it nice. really made you feel like you were in the fight because you have this like enemy spotted to you know the south or whatever and so it gave mm. you a much so less visual clutter l- less visual clutter more immersive um a great job with with uh, a suppression system. So now if you put somebody under fire, it actually affects your view. So you get like a dimmed view and, and it makes it harder to shoot if you have somebody cutting loose with an M60 at you. So it's yeah. not quite Tom Clancy one shot, one kill level, but it is damage. Do you have regenerating shield? Type no, no. It's you're, you're basically taking damage. It's it's pretty close to accurate. I mean, the damage you take was was minimal. It took one to two shots, and you're okay. you're going down pretty fast. It was laggy as all heck, so it was hard to give a, a like. I was playing the sniper class, and I'm running around, and it's like. You know, it took about five shots, and the one that I swore missed is the one that actually hits the guy and kills him. <laughs> and it's like, oh, all right, great. <laughs> so that was a little bit. And you can definitely see there's a lot of optimization that has to happen because, I mean, in this one map you played, you played an overland park that went down into a subway tunnel that had trains and then back up and into a little uh, neighborhood area. So, I mean, this is a very Expensive, wide, yeah. wide open map. Um, 
but they, the the server that they had you on yeah. was having the network code is probably not optimized, or they just invited way too many people. Yeah, I, whatever was going on. It was interesting though because it was through their origin system now, which is EA's new Steam-like Steam ser- right. service. Um, but when you launch it there, it actually goes to a web page, and the web page basically says, "Okay, you're in queue, waiting, waiting. Okay, your game's ready. Hit launch, and you hit launch on the web page, and then you're in the game. Nice. So it's pretty pretty interesting. So an external queuing mechanism. Yeah. So you can actually do other you things. Can do on other your stuff. While you wait until it says, okay, you're ready to go in. Um, the trappings of the game, if you've played Battlefield 2 or if you've played Bad Company, were the same type of things. I mean, it was a conquest map. Um, they, You still had the squad-based team So play. conquest is basically a Rathi Basin uh, ca- capture and hold? Kind of, yeah. Gather. yeah. Basically, you have to usually you have some sort of objectives, and you, you keep moving along as long as you've blown up whatever you have to do or hold whatever you have to hold. Um, in this case, I don't even know half the time what our objective was. I was just kind of dicking around <laughs> shooting people. So. Sniping, because <laughs> yeah. that's how you roll. Well, now I play the dick. They also merge now. They no yeah. longer have a medic class. They merged that into the assault class, so that was interesting. The assault medic. The assault medic. Does he have like a rapid-fire syringe gun or no, something? No, he comes with a full-out... Um, he was rocking... I think he rocks an M4, but I could be wrong. Well, I mean, that's one of the things that are the medic classes in a lot of these shooting, these squad games. I always laugh because a real medic in a real battlefield is freaking armed to the teeth and trained just as well as every other soldier. Right. So and not di- the, and not distinctive and right. not with just a little tiny tranquilizer gun. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they would always make the medics weak to to have class balance or to force you to team up. Uh, a medic with a, right. with a with a heavier right. weapon. Well, and I mean, in Battlefield Bad Company Two, they decided to give the medic the light machine gun, which right. was like, wait a second, <laughs> this guy can heal, he and can res people, and he's cutting loose with you know an M60. <laughs> You're like, oh, that seems a little unbalanced. So now they give it to the assault, which has all that trappings, but they brought back a nice the or the engineering class was a, a nice specialist type class. They have the heavy class, which is your heavy machine gunner, and then you have a sniper class. And it it has the whole level up system as you level up, you unlock weapons and stuff like that. So I you know, I got to level four i think by the time because really i only had about four days to play it and out of that four days two of them i was in havasu so i missed some of the time i could have don't visiting real people i know this is a limited window of play though you were visiting people who would have understood yeah where's grail oh he's 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 in this beta i can't tell you about oh we understand that's cool yeah so, so I mean, it it's good. It was you know it was on the computer. So uh, obviously they're going to release though on all consoles and computer at the same time. Now they've done the same thing where you've got to play on their servers. You can't host a server yourself anymore. In the alpha, yes. I don't know what it's going to look like in reality. Uh, in reality, so we'll see. I mean, I hope they have dedicated servers because that to me is one of the biggest failings. And I know Octale goes off about this all the time: is that Modern Warfare series they don't do dedicated servers. Right. So you're always at the mercy of whatever Yahoo decided to whatever. whatever. Wants to make one. Yeah. Well, most of the time it's not even. At least on console games, it's not one that. Uh, it randomly it just randomly picks a person. So mm-hmm. you could have five people in Arizona and one person in you know Peru, your Peru, and, and who's the one who gets server. to hold the server? And you're like, oh. <laughs> you know. So I mean that that I would I would hope that they at least on the computer give you the ability to host your own server. 
Um, but we'll see. Durahas has provided a link in the IRC Battlefield Three to have dedicated servers leading on PC. Good. Oh, nice. That's there. You go. We'll take. Thank you, Durahas. A lot of help. Well, he he really. <clears throat> Excuse me. He really wanted you to go into um, detail, which you did, because he yeah. got an invite, but didn't get didn't, didn't realize didn't until see three the days until after. after the alpha close. I could have been there. I oh. know. Check your spam folder, kids. We're looking at the uh, no kidding. IRC, the IRC. The um, um, no, it was it was in order. There was you weren't given a choice of what you were going to unlock. So it's not like. Black Ops or the Modern it's Warfare. It's not a tree. It's linear. Where you have like a certain amount of cash you earn and then you can unlock and stuff. It was very, it was still linear. It looked like the uh, Bad Company system. It looked exactly the same to me um, from what I saw. But like I said, I only got to level four, so I just had gotten like, oh, my ability. <laughs> you, so you suck is what you're saying. Yeah, well, I mean, I just didn't have time. Oh, yeah, yeah, time. <laughs> hey, back to that time. And then he looks at me when he's like, I didn't have time. I didn't have time. <laughs> Gamers don't need sleep. I'm telling you. Sex, so. on the other hand. Uh, uh. I thought gamers didn't get that either. Yeah, it looked, I mean, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Only on how, occasion. I, look at how relaxed this man is. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I'll just leave that right <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sorry, were we talking about yes. something? Game. Oh, game, yeah. game, yes. yes. So now, in the end, it, for me, it, it was very enjoyable. It looked, its visuals were the best part, and the immersiveness was very, very good. I don't... From what I've seen of the Modern Warfare 3, definitely more interested in Battlefield than I am in that. Oh, and, and you're not giving Bobby any... any no, that's true, too. I mean, I like to... Does EA, they, are they doing the traditional, you buy the game and that's it? Or are they, are they moving to a subscription model like uh, Bobby's team is? Uh, uh, from what I've seen is only you buy the game and, buy the game that's, and that's it. it. Now, of course, they're going to have downloadable content and all that oh, stuff. Oh, of course. I mean, yes. they'll, 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 they'll figure out some way to get you to you know spend some extra money on it, but it's not... Dollars. Yeah, they don't have the premium option or whatever they're calling it for Modern Warfare where you get like extra stat tracking. And and it will basically means Blizzard Activision gets your money every yeah, month. Like basically. They've realized it's a really cool thing to yeah. have happen. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we'd rather like this uh, really predictable income stream and <sighs> give Diablo 3 an auction house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, we, we, there's been an observation. Is we were talking about you know how you know, Blizzard will be taking their cut. They take their cut three times. Mm-hmm. They take a cut when the item is posted. Yeah. They take a, a cut from the person buying it, and then there was there's somewhere in there there was a third one where they take like a twenty five cents each time. So it, it is a definite going to be a cash making machine. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're going to make money. Off it's going to be a cash making machine if people buy what's if, on there. If they use it, that's the thing. If people yeah. use it, because be it could be a see. complete flop if, if everybody goes, I'm not. Screw it, I'm going to grind my own. Yeah, exactly. We'll so. see. We'll see. Yeah. That, to me, that would be the best of all possible worlds where people grind, play the game their, their damn selves. And they've successfully killed the gold farming business. Mm-hmm. Like, perfect world in, in, in all possible ways. That's yeah. not happening. No, not a chance But it would be nice. I can dream. Yeah. Let him dream fantasy. Leave me alone. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'll respect you even more. Just use more whipped cream. <laughs> anyway, that brings us neatly up to our yes. first break. In neatly? Whipped cream? No, I don't think so. Hey. Some people out there got the movie reference, I'm willing to bet. Black Void, I bet I you at least it. one of you can come up with the uh, movie that I was quoting. Anyway, you are listening to the screensaver engaging on my PC. You are listening to Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio. Shut your mouth, woman. <sighs> we have 
another fine episode of Northrend News Woo-hoo. from Amelia Overbay Day, now co-starring fairly regularly on Show X. I know. How cool is that? How awesome is that? <sighs> this episode is 63. We're called Halflings now? <laughs> yes. Interesting that. We will be back right after this. This show is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the Internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side. Or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link. audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. Welcome to Northrend News, a proud partner of Casually Hardcore on btwproductions.com. In today's top headline, Northrend News issues a reward for any brave adventurer with knowledge of the whereabouts of two of our reporting staff. After taking a standard teleporter from Gnomergan, field reporters Blinky the Gnome and Vixen the Goblin never arrived at their Gadgets and Rendezvous point. Search teams are scouring the Tenaris Desert for any sign of them, but so far have been unable to determine the reason behind the transporter malfunction. Meanwhile, in Middle-earth, our heroes have been sucked through a portal to a strange new realm, a place called the Shire, where small, fur-footed creatures bandy about the fields and fight with pigs before eating elevensies and smoking pipeweed. Welcome to Middle-earth, halflings. What did you just call me? We've got a delicate problem here in Buckland. It seems the bears and wolves are acting strangely, probably driven to madness by the influence of the Dark Lord Sauron. The who now? The Dark Lord Sauron and his minion, the Witch King of Angmar. Oh, the Lich King. We know all about him. Just take a flamethrower to his face, and he shuts up pretty quickly. No, not the Lich King. The Witch King. He who broke the White Wizard at Minas Tirith. He who leads the Nine. He who cannot be killed by any mortal man. Well, it's lucky for you that we're not men, isn't it? Verily. But what beeth a flamethrower? Upon wandering the fields of Buckland, Blinky and Vixen come across a pack of rabid wolves, clearly driven mad by the Dark Lord's influence. Angry bears patrol the borders of the old forest, preying upon the innocent, and merciless crubine crows swoop down upon unwary passers-by. While Vixen sets up her rocket launcher to take out the bears, Blinky handles the wolves neatly with a well-placed exploding sheep. Thank you for your service, little ones. I will be certain to give the men of Breland a commendation acknowledging your valiant service. A commendation? Don't you have any hard cash around here? Jewels? Or maybe some gold? Gold? Man, where's a trade prince when you need him? Can our heroes find a way to survive in this strange new world where payment is made in goodwill alone and no one knows how to use a poultryizer? 
Tune in next time for the answer on Northrend News. From the cliffs of Northrend to the falls of Rivendell, this is Northrend News. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Speaking of shameless plugs, shameless plug for upcoming episodes of Alpha Geek Interviews this past Saturday, because we want to rescheduling it slightly. You mean uh, yesterday? Yep, fine. <laughs> People could be listening to this via time warp in the future. It's in which case, you should use the date. Podcasting. In which case, you should say on August 12th. I cast my pod at you. <laughs> I catch your pod and whip it right back at your head. Whip it good. Anyway, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and we've lost them again. And scene. Damn. Now, yesterday, fine, I had the pleasure of interviewing the lovely and talented Marion Call. You can check that out. It is available for oh, podcast cool. download now. This coming Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, we have Stephen... Step to Toulouse, the, let's see what his actual title is, not, not VP, but he is an executive in charge of Xbox Live Enforcement. Oh, nice. Okay. Also known as The Banhammer. Got it. Uh, part-time presenter at yes. PAX and Rootstock and all-around entertaining guy, so I'm really looking forward to that one. And then the week after, I believe also 2 p.m. Eastern Time, we have... Bad Astronomer coming on the air. Mm. And Dax is giving me a look. Yeah. Phil Plate is an astronomer. Okay. And he has a... Is he bad at it? No. <laughs> okay. It's just, that's just the handle he has developed. Just kidding. Bad Astronomer. <laughs> he has a blog at Discover Magazine. Oh. Where he kind of patrols the mainstream media and corrects... Bad astronomer. Ah, nice. Okay, got it. And just so he's shaking his finger, going bad astronomer. Bad yes. astronomer. So he takes no a big red pen. Yes. Circles it. Marks X, it off. Got it. Corrects it. Right. Uh, so he'll be joining me the week after, and I believe I'm still trying to finalize the date, but shortly thereafter we have Brian Ibbett from Coverville, one of the most prolific podcasters known to man, who does uh, s- several times a week. Sometimes does his cover music show. Hmm. called Coverville, and covers really, really fantastically talented people covering other bands' music, and he navigates the licensing dangers there to bring you pod-safe music of really good bands covering other bands' music, and makes I've discovered some really, really good artists through him, so I can highly recommend checking out Coverville.com, and look forward to the Alpha Geek interview coming soon with Brian Ibbett of Coverville. Brian Ibbett is also the uh, man in the booth, or the second presenter on the morning stream, Monday through Thursday, on VTWProductions.com, and the Frog Pants Network. Oh, yeah. So he is much fun and entertaining, and just happens to have, you know, about a thousand episodes of his uh, podcast out there under his own belt in his own right. Wow. And is also just a fun, entertaining guy. So we got some fun people coming your way on Alpha Geek interviews. So run along to vtwproductions.com, click on the Shows tab, and go down to Alpha Geek. That is the homogenized Alpha Geek Radio Alpha Geek interviews page. And off on the right there are the two separate RSS feeds that you can subscribe to using iTunes or whatever floats your boat to get your podcast. Do it now! No, actually, do it after the show. Yeah. So anyway, Yay. there we were. Yep. Yes. There we were. There we were. Well, there, there you we were. are, actually, as we are approaching the glorious day where you've got to spend 
a lengthy period of time this time around mm-hmm. in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. You've actually... Oh, God, I can't wait time. to get out of the heat, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a friend at work that has his alternate iPhone locale set to Seattle, so he can just go look at the weather whenever he wants. Oh, yes. I nice. was talking to the lovely Marion Call, mm-hmm. who is mm-hmm. up it, in Anchorage. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. And man, did the jealousy show through on that oh, side. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> it's like it's beautiful and rainy up there right now and lush and green. And I'm like... <laughs> and then it's freezing the rest of the time. So I <laughs> love the cold. Oh, so you are boo. not shying me away from that at all. Boo. Yeah. Go hunt with Sarah Palin. Yes. Awesome. There you go. Thankfully, she's not the governor. No, we're so. okay now. She's in Arizona, or she, or no, no they she, want. They were. She thinking. was up in the where the straw poll was. Right. Uh, air quotes, not running. Right, yes. right, exactly. <laughs> I'm not distracting the media. What are you talking about? Uh, whatever. We don't talk about politics <laughs> on this show. So, so we, yes, Seattle. Uh, so yeah, I mean, yeah, you're heading to Seattle. Now Seattle you guys are going nice. early this yes. time, a little yes. bit, and staying a little later this time, which, based on our experiences last time. Is the way to do yeah, it. We're staying the same amount. We, we're leaving on the Monday after the con, which is the same thing we did last time. Really? I thought we left the night. Of- no, we didn't leave the night of that last. No, that last night was the night we went back to the bar. Yes, at the hotel. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Misty or yeah, something with an M. Crazy wedding. Yeah. Why are you talking to us? Run along. No, no, none of us is coming back to your room. Oh, come on. It was great content, It was though. fun. <laughs> that was good stuff. I loved it. Not while it was happening, it wasn't. Talking about it afterwards, you It was bet. the first time no, I got amusing. during that whole yeah. <laughs> It was amusing the entire time, I thought. You, you judge the conference by how often you get groped? Oh, no. What kind of conferences do you attend? <laughs> it was just Really funny. good ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How many of them are in Italy? The I'm important <laughs> ones. The important, yes. <laughs> Straight. <laughs> No, but yeah. Um, so yeah, now so, we left on Monday, but we're going up a day before. Gotcha. Because last time we yeah. arrived, we got to the hotel, we went out and saw our, our friend Ragok, and then immediately went to Con. the no, no the, the Tri Wizard. Oh hell yeah! That night we basically yeah. So it was, yeah, so it was get up early, hard travel. Drink a lot. Drink a lot. When we started, we went to the English pub. Right. And that's just really where the drinking began. Yeah. Because we weren't driving. Raggy was. (laughs) Which is awesome. (laughs) But uh, this time you will also be uh, in possession of your own vehicle. Yeah. So you'll be able to get around much more easily. Yes. And see, like, the Space Needle. Yeah, that'd be nice. Since we saw it from the hotel plenty, but we never There it is over there. Yeah. Plus, the Space Needle. I mean, that's in Shadowrun. That's like... You know, significant. Significant. I want to go, <laughs> I wanna go there. <laughs> now, talking out to the listener base, we definitely need you to send in suggestions of fun things to do in and around downtown Seattle uh, for people who have a day or so of time to use and access to a vehicle. Sure. Suggestions are welcomed. Also, anyone who wants to arrange uh, to meet up at the convention, also send that information in to ch at vtwproductions.com. You can also find us on the various, you know, Twitters and Facebooks and all yeah. those things out there. Put your face in the book. Well, also, take a look at the on they've posted the schedule. Yes. So, and as we mentioned last week, Pack if there's anything that does not occur during the Star Wars panel, we'd be more than happy yeah. to make an effort to get there. <laughs> Star Wars panel <laughs> will be well covered. Yes. 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 Star Wars panel done. We got it, guys. We will be there. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the one for sure. Yes. I mean, I'm guess, guessing we're probably going to be at the Acquisitions Incorporated. Incorporated, probably. It was pretty fun last yeah. year. It was Second kind of, of recording this time. 
Yeah. yeah. No well, well, this will be. Recording. It, it should just be easy. On four different devices, and we never spliced never, it. it. Right. Yeah. It together, yeah. They are going to be a live streaming <clears throat> acquisitions, and some of the major panels they're going to be have a secondary have theater. a secondary theater. I think it's like the lower. The they listened to us. Yes. Yes. So I knew they listened to our podcast. They're going to have a second theater, and they're going to be live streaming like the Q and A, the right. Penny Arcade Q and A, the Acquisitions Incorporated, and some of the, the major panels. Yeah. yeah. Anything that was on their main stage is going to be available. A secondary theater. Right. Because have it as well. the lines were well, we, we covered this. Yeah, I'm curious to see how the queuing for the lines go this time, especially at the hotel. Yeah, well, this will be. Goes. Yeah, this will be my first PAX. I have never been. You you have you've been prepared what to expect to a certain extent by attending things like DefCon and mm-hmm. BlizzCon, right? Um, and, GD- and GDC yeah, and Comic Con yeah. and yeah. I mean I've done cons before I've it's done just, a lot of different cons there's before there's just so it's much just, more to do with just, this one yeah, there's con so multiplied. much more and uh, there's everything for everybody yeah you just gotta pick your battles yeah. really. you can't right. do you can't everything you can't see it all it's just not gonna happen there, there, it would need to be a two week long convention right but it's so much fun and the people are so great yeah it's so much fun mm-hmm. it's, it's the tribe in all, yeah. of its, all of its welcoming glory yeah, I mean, look at our our all girl meetup. Our all girl meetup, they rarely get over you know twenty five girls. Last year it was about twenty five girls. This year we ha- it's really organized. Um, and she pre ordered a bar- a brunch for us, so you prepay for it. And there's already fifty of us going, and it's gonna it's be growing. it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, and they even got in the newspaper because um, they're. The, the people I was with at the All Girl Meetup last year, remember, I think we interviewed some of them that wanted to start a Geek Girl Con? Yes, mm-hmm. right. they have. It, they have. It starts, it, the first one is in October. Yeah. In nice. Seattle. Yeah. Now, and they'll be, at the, cool. they'll be at the All Girl Meetup. Marion Call will be performing there. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, wow. yeah. like, We're going to be at Geek Girl Con. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. So, you know, you meet some really cool people and you hang out with a lot of really neat people and just everything. And they're all very giving. You know, they know... Everything that you donate is for Child's Play, so mm-hmm. everything is being mm-hmm. Child's Play here and Child's well, Play there. Well, they have the Cookie Brigade. The Cookie that... Brigade, which is freaking awesome, yeah. by the way. So they have a lot of good things going on. And I think they're also selling Enforcer shirts. Mm-hmm. There's some really cool Enforcer shirts on the forum. So if you go to the PAX forums, you can buy an Enforcer shirt. And all those will be donated to Child's Play. It's really neat. Yeah, It's a good community. I like that community. It's a great community. Excellent. Yes, yeah, someone was hailing back to last year, our... our Accidental and impromptu uh, interview of uh, Tycho's mom. Oh, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> she was, she yeah. was so nice. Yeah, yeah she that was, was. See, that's what I mean. Everyone was nice. She, she was She was like every mom. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, you know, leave it to Beaver mom. Like pot roast. Yeah. yeah. Mom. <laughs> I expected her to be wearing oven mitts yeah. and an apron. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you gave birth to him? <laughs> wow. She was great. She was so awesome. It, it was so. It was really almost life affirming in yeah. its how proud of her son she yeah, was. Yeah, she was cute. She was and, very uh-huh. proud of him. There's always the danger you know, doing something you know that nerdy on that scale for a parent of the previous generation to just not get it. Yeah, right. And this was so clearly the opposite of no. I I see all the work he has done to do this, and I feel intense pride over that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, she was cute. Great interview. Yeah. yeah. Was, uh, hopefully, you guys will stumble across dozens of other such things and get tons and tons of fantastic recordings that I will then process into podcasts for all of you guys to enjoy. Yeah, that'd be great. Speaking of, uh, do a quick session of begging here. Um, looking at getting one more handheld recorder 
the Zoom people have a new model that goes for just a hundred bucks. Oh, that, mm. uh, with, that's with the necessary accessory kit to give you the stuff you would need to you know prop it up in front of the speakers to get a good recording of a panel sure. and stuff. It's around 125. So I'm looking to try and get one of those FedExed in for you guys to take with the one that we borrow from the university. So if you do split up and go attend two different things, you can get recordings of both of them. Which we're right. going to. Right. Unless girl's wearing a dress. Yeah. If I had my druthers, I would get three of these or two of them. <laughs> so we would have, each of you could be armed with your own thing. Yeah, yeah. That's it's a baby version, so it can handle one external microphone, whereas the night you know, the nice one you can do the two, 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 two think, but yeah. at least it's a right. another battery powered handheld recording device you guys can go to grab podcast content for the listeners. So if you have uh, some disposable income that you're wondering what to do with, uh, <laughs> donating it right about now would be extremely helpful towards getting this Zoom H1 handy quarter in time for these guys to go and record all kinds of things that I'll be jealous of. And who knows? Remember, last year we got a little bag together of all of the swag we had and mm-hmm. everyone yeah. who had ever sent us money, we dropped it in a hat and picked one out and sent it to the listeners. So. Yep. I can't guarantee, but there's possibilities of, yes, exactly. (laughs) There might be swag here. (laughs) We're not sure, but But it's possible. (laughs) There could be. Who knows? Convention swag. Swag. So if you go to vtwproductions.com and go to the shows tab at the top of the page and choose Casually Hardcore, right near the top on the right-hand side is the Casually Hardcore tip jar where you can use PayPal to donate. Um, Every little bit helps. If you can give a buck. We can use a buck. Um, we try to really only beg for donations when we have something specific in mind. I have something specific in mind. I want to get our own right. handy quarter for us mm-hmm. to own and keep uh, and carry out to these uh, conventions whenever we go. So begging concluded. Any donations <laughs> are uh, wildly Do we know? grateful for and thank you. And if you need pictures, I can take pictures of No Moise Begging. Mm-hmm. I'll post those. And Tiara. Yeah. And a Tiara. Yeah. <laughs> You just couldn't leave it alone. You just, you just it's in my mind. It happened last year at PAX, so it's right there. It's it all connected. We weren't going to talk Circular. about Circular. Circles. We do not talk about what happened at PAX. Maybe yeah. we'll get the tutu on this time. In case you guys are wondering why I'm not going this year. Okay. <laughs> Banned from Hi, Seattle. Honey. Do we know what attendance is going to be at the conference? I see it's sold out. Yeah, it's sold out right away. Like, like in May. It's sold out by the 31st I don't know what they're... Their ticket. I know BlizzCon was fifteen thousand. I know it's like twenty five percent bigger this year. Yeah, they've consumed another hotel. But did right. they add that into the amount of available tickets? Or did yeah, no, they, they, that? they did increase the number of tickets. Okay. I remember seeing that, but I don't know the hard I number of attendees. You know, don't how, know. How there many tens of thousands. It's a lot. Lots. I mean, yes. there's it is much, a It's lot definitely more than BlizzCon, but but I'd have to say I it wasn't know. like sometimes at BlizzCon I felt really crowded in, like mm-hmm. people were like right up on you, and at PAX. Uh, there was space. Okay. It, it, it's it, definitely sprawly. It, Take your good sprawled. walking shoes yes. and your arch support. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. It's very sprawled out, and there's plenty of space for everybody. Um, so I, you didn't feel claustrophobic, but no. there was a lot of people. There were, I mean, it depends on the in the exhibit hall, you know, the major exhibits, like they were showing Gears of War 3. That was there very, were yeah, lots of people. But it was still, you could navigate around it without too much issues. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I would maybe thirty thousand. I don't know. Maybe I'm, double I'm the amount of BlizzCon. Yeah. I'm not sure. 
Lots and lots. Lots and lots. I mean, we filled the entire auditorium theater the night of the concert. Yeah, that that was was 2,500 seating there. And there were so many people they had to turn away. Yeah, they turned away a ton, and there was a lot of tons of people that didn't go. So, I mean, yeah. That's another thing that they're putting on uh, on the screen. Is the concerts? Oh, excellent! Yeah, yeah. yeah. they'll be doing the concerts at one of the uh, other venues. So if you don't get to be actually be at the concert, you at least can watch the concert. Which yeah. is really nice. Yeah, right. Stream. Excellent. Nice. So head over to paxsite s i t e dot com and take a look at the schedule and suggest to us the kinds of things you would like us to try and grab recordings of, yeah. or go to view and and give commentary on. Um, the schedule, I think, is complete. They, they released it in stages, and I think it's in its more or less final form. Yes. You can go to our Facebook page. Just go to Facebook and search for Casually Hardcore. There's only one of us. And there's already a little thread started there um, asking for suggestions. And the very first one was, well, of course, Will Wheaton. Oh, Will yeah. Wheaton. Will Wheaton. And you understand what is going to happen. You are going to score a one-on-one interview with him because I'm not there. Yep. Well, of course. So, uh, and he's going to hug us all and give us all a kiss on the And cake. I'm going to laugh and laugh and laugh. <laughs> so I expect you and to, may get to get a good yep. recording of it at the very least to lord <laughs> over me and you know, make me just go to an early grave. Yep. No problem. But I'll fake a voice if I have to. <laughs> just to get... <laughs> I'm Jimmy Heineman. Right, exactly. <laughs> and we're all hanging out with your friends, and you're not. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, also, uh-huh. if there's anything that an exhibitor is showing that you definitely want us to at least see and, and tell you report about, then let us know on that as well. You know, definitely looking for feedback from you guys as for to sure. how to how to pare down the enormity of Yeah, because, I mean, really, last year, funny enough, I think we spent a lot more time in the exhibitor hall that was more the indie-type games or smaller companies, yeah. and we didn't spend... we Like, the last day we were there, we did a walkthrough of the big exhibits big ones, yeah. and really didn't have much time there. So it's really tough for us and again we're going with only three people so it's tough to cover everything right. so if we have some targets well, I'm trying, it I'm makes it easier I'm just trying to arm you with the super portable easy to use recording yeah that should yeah. save us some time because last time we, we were trying to it was broadcast bulky live and and it, it worked but it, this, these work a lot yes. better we, we discovered that during last packs it's like whoa yeah. this handy quarter thing is, this thing is awesome is <laughs> we, yeah. need to, we need to use this thing because mm-hmm. yep. it's this big not this big, and I'm emulating these. The, the so, back, so I'm putting on a backpack. Yes. Yep. Versus holding it in your hand, hence the name Handy Quarter. Then yes. you need a large backpack full of batteries, as we discovered. Yeah. But hey, <laughs> it's a small price to pay. Exactly. Landfill, but we got we got the recording. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was. Oh, also we were to take your donations and put them towards some high capacity SD cards to record lengthy sessions onto oh, without running right. out of space. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that is always fun. Now, now I'm truly done begging. Please. <laughs> pictures will be yeah. posted later. There will be pictures. Yeah. Oh, yes. Tierra. <laughs> yes, the front page of vtwproductions.com still has the picture section, and we will be populating it with more galleries of goodness. Yes. Which brings us handily to our next break. Yeah. Whee! Boo and yah. We have a track from the previously mentioned Marion Call from her Firefly television show inspired album. This one's called Got to Fly. We shall return with emails and shout outs and discussion of things submitted by listeners right after this. 
Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the Internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. Message, please tell me what day and what month and what year it is. Cause I'm not here, no baby, I'm not home. The lights are on for sure, but maybe the occupants have flown. I'll catch you later, love. Uh oh, goodbye. Got to fly, got to fly, I got to fly. I don't know how you got the stomach for reality when you could go circle the stars. You wouldn't believe where I've been. Just this week I made some freakishly fabulous finds. My corpse has been here, but my mind's covered miles. I'm craving altitude, so kindly step aside. I got to fly. Fly. I've seen such things. I've been tasting lights and touching voices And you can't wet my wings I'll be back to pay the bills to practicality My poison, my joy, so let me go, love, recognize I got to fly I got to catch, I got to fly Thank you for calling, leave me a detailed message please Tell me what day and what month and what year it is I'm gonna bring him back the goblet and the sword and the flower I'm gonna mount a rescue love, I'm gonna lay siege to the tower I need adventure love, so let me off this rock Because I fully understand the minute that I land I gotta trip, I gotta take, I gotta call, I gotta make, I gotta run, I gotta do, I gotta follow up I gotta clean, I gotta send, I gotta find, I gotta get, I gotta give, I gotta go through that pipe. I got a list, I got a note, I got a job, I got a vote, I got to read, I got to write, I got to get my sleep tonight. I gotta go, I got a goal, I got a trail, I got to be, I got to buy, I got to try and hit the gym. And I gotta pray, I gotta think, I got to go, I need a drink, I gotta learn, I gotta plan, gotta squeeze you in. I got a million miles to go, I got an endless road to hold, so when I got time to flow, to go, to go, to You wouldn't believe it I've been hearing shadows And smelling noises And you can't clip my wings A metaphor sense Cause I can imagine a reality Where all of my choices Are meaningful, critical, beautiful, bold It makes a waking what looks so dead cold Where consequences really proceed from our acts Where the truth might for once line up With the facts, what a wonderful 
a message from the dark side of the moon. You'll know that that's me. Baby, you'll know I'm there. The reception's lousy, baby, but the view's beyond compare. So if you wanna call shotgun, I'm a rocket. Tell you what, baby, let's, let's, baby, let's, let's, let's. The sad cynic saying we're all the same Saying we got no really real adventures left to our names And no love and no truth and no spark and no mystery But I gotta take it off this rock and I'm history You are listening to VTW 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 Productions 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 Dot com Dot com Dot com Dot com Dot com Versus the world Radio Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Time, oh, speaking of shout-outs and stuff, uh, I want to give a shout-out to Garthul, who sent us all invites to Spotify. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very cool. Spotify.com is an interesting new music service that's been available for many years everywhere but the U.S. They would appear to have finally worked out their contract details with the various record labels, and you can now get a very... That's, Similar to services you're familiar with, like Pandora, where you can you know, put in styles or band names and it'll create lists for you. But this one also lets you on-demand stream any artist that any of the, the uh, contracted labels have included as often as you like. Play the same song over and over and over and over if you want. And they have various tiers of got the free version that lets you just stream to desktops. And then they have the basic premium and super premium versions that let you do things like stream to mobile devices and also offload for offline listening to mobile devices. But uh, it's been interesting and fun to play with this thing that everyone else in the world has known has been incredibly cool for years, and we can now play with it now. So thank you very much, Garth Lul, for the mm-hmm. invites to the free version, mm-hmm. and they'll very soon be milking money out of all of us, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, been, been great for work. Yeah, <laughs> thanks a lot for yeah. getting us to spend more money. Yay! Money. <laughs> it's right up there with Netflix. Same idea. Yeah, basically mm-hmm. on demand. And I'm wondering why it took the music industry so long to get here. Though in the back of my head, I know why because they're morons who are holding on to an outdated business model. But I'm not bitter. <laughs> <sighs> I'm glad they've joined us in the 21st century, and where on demand streaming of everything is the way. God intended it. It's not even the way of the future. It's the way of It's the way of now. two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> not bitter, not bitter, not bitter, not bitter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway. I've noticed that you've never been bitter ever. Ever. No, ever. No. no. What? No. Okay. Yeah. Emails. All right. I got, got an email here. I Hit it. probably pull All right. Let's see here. This is, subject is number 179 and a fish. <laughs> awesome A quick comment on the Diablo real money option I heard this and I have mixed feelings on it I like the fact that you don't have to go outside the game To get things like this When I was playing WoW I found it a nuisance to run dailies for gold So I can enjoy my time raiding Ugh, I don't want to be forced to have a job in a game To have fun in the game So this option would have saved me a lot of time Doing silly repetitive stuff And as a tank these bills can get expensive So that's one good part of it Jeez. So good Another 
way to increase the fun part of the so it's good that it's another way to increase the fun part of the game however then the bean counter part of me took over and went very south from there so this is real money then someone can have a real job by electronically gold farming right so given this would blizzard need to collect social security tax self-employment tax etc and given that this business would you need as a business would you need a license is blizzard going to have to send 1099s to everybody at tax time and remember the affiliates issue amazon is struggling with i would find it hard to believe that blizzard would be able to avoid taxes in every state as there would be materially involved in the collecting of fees for each transaction Hmm. this would be a nightmare not a nightmare for me but for blizz good luck on that blizz you know that hadn't even considered that that comment actually made me go look do some research on it and basically from what i've seen and you know nobody's come out and officially said this from blizzard but at least in folks who's consulted with uh cpas and such They've come out and said that really your tax liability is your own deal. Your own problem. You're, you're, if you're making money from selling this, you need to report it as, right. as income. If you don't do that, that does not put Blizzard at fault for doing that. Well, but the IRS has this system called the 1099. Right. Where when you pay out money yes. over a certain threshold, you are required to tell the IRS that you paid that person, in, at which point you need to have their social security number mm-hmm. or their tax ID if they're a business. So this is another way the IRS uses to right. make sure people don't get paid under the table. Because if you don't report the income and the people who paid you did, the IRS can say, hey, these guys said they gave you $10,000 and you didn't say you got $10,000. Right. <clears throat> Would you like to amend your return, please? Exactly. Now, so, but does it affect it if they're doing this from a uh, foreign country? I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's say I don't know either. I mean, where, they, they, where will this be quote based housed exactly. out of? Yeah, yeah, Bahamas, baby. So it's really. I mean, yeah. There's some interesting thing. I have to imagine Blizzard somewhere went and said, "Let's figure out how this will actually work, so that we're they, not going to be one would hope they have quite a sizable the, lawyer department." Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Finishing the email, on a completely separate note, my daughter just recently had her ninth birthday. My wife stated that she really wanted a cat. A, I will not have a cat in the house. I hate the smell. <laughs> Nothing compared to fresh cat, cat crap, especially after a long day. I know I would need to clean up after the flipping thing as well, so this ain't going to happen. But then I listened to Patrick Rothrus, Rothrus. And, Rothrus, and I was thinking that perhaps we could get her a fish. I mean a cat. <laughs> take, <laughs> take care, guys. I really enjoy listening to the show, even though I have retired from gaming. Thank you. And this is from Steven. So... I'm showing you my fish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. yes. In related news, I've actually started, I used my Audible credit this month to get the first book in the Name of the Wind series by Patrick Rothfuss. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Good, good fantasy so far. Oh, um, awesome. About a quarter of the way in, extremely well narrated. Uh, the, the, the narrator in this case really brings a performance to, to, the, to the game. Uh, so thank you, Wootstock, for showing me my next author. Nice. Well, real quick on the first part of that email, though, it's saying that it's a good system to avoid the grind of dailies. I don't think putting a money option in to hide bad game design doesn't doesn't sit right with me. So, (laughs) you know, I'd rather them fix the game design issue than make you spend money on stuff. I'm up to the point in WoW where I'm doing the dailies for the Molten Front, and that's why I'm not playing WoW. No. (laughs) And done. (laughs) Every time I lean towards it, I'm like... And all I have to do is go grind 125 more marks. 
Yeah, what's Netflix got on today? Yeah. I that's not what I want to do with my time. Well, yeah, you know, it's funny because we stopped playing WoW, and to this day, I still miss playing EverQuest. Yes. To this day, I have yet to think about, like, wow. have any thought about playing WoW. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh-huh. <laughs> like, in anywhere near the same nostalgia. Like, I still find myself thinking, you know, that Project 99 thing was pretty cool. I could dink around in there. I mean, it's just, it still grabs me every time. And, you know, WoW was very easy to walk away your, from. Your first yeah. one's always I guess special. so. Oh, yeah. You always <laughs> remember your first. I will say that uh, uh, Todd and I, Gnome and I, had a... Other uh, Todd. Other Todd. Other Todd. <laughs> Yeah, Noam and I had a um, a few days of uh, cooperative play on mm. Portal Two. Oh, cool! So we did actually get to do and 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 discover the nature of cooperative play, <laughs> which was interesting. Well, honey is a little competitive. The, 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 no, it wasn't that. It was the oh. I have to do this, then you do this, then yeah. It yeah. was figuring out. It was. Game. It was. It, it was figuring out the cooperative puzzle games and what I had to do versus what he had to do, and then actually handing objects off one to the other in order to make it work. And, and yeah, uh, through the walls. Yeah, yeah. Dex and I have done a decent amount of that game. We yeah. got through a, about half of it, and it usually ended up with us dinking around, shooting our portals at various things, <laughs> saying, "What's going on here?" And then me going, "Okay, I got it. You do this. Do this. Do this. Why am I? Don't ask why. Just do." <laughs> this i'm trust me this is gonna work <laughs> did he happen to have the ipod ipad on his lap on a cheat side? no 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 walk through oh. no because after after shooting our various portals the various things we you know we're it like sort of oh, clicks, it, yeah then it Bing! clicks together and you're like oh that's what it. i needed oh no. i can pass this through the window to you hey exactly right, yeah right. grab this before it falls Funk. Oh! Well, and then he and he knows i'm really really bad at like Jumping, <laughs> I can't jump. You're not a platformer girl. I have no. never even been good at it since like Super Mario Bros. Okay, I hate. That's jumping. all that game did. Oh, it was Bing, horrible. Bang, bang. Oh, it was horrible. That whole jumping thing. So and then he's all like, "Okay, so all you have to do is I'll put the portal here, and you can jump from here to there to here to there." And I'm like, "Really? Just, Why just, can't I put the portal?" Just down? fall through the portal already. <laughs> well, it's because like jump. <laughs> but, yeah. Really? really? Yep. That's because it's usually yep, when yep, we yep, first yep. walk in the level, she's like, big, big, big. Oh, wow, look at this. I'm way up there. I'm like, okay, well, if you're up there already, then let's just keep going. It's like, you don't want to jump? Stay on the ground. <laughs> and a, big part awesome. of, a big part of the multiplayer game, just like the single player game, is the dialogue from GLaDOS. Yes. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yes, of course. You, you just want to go into new areas just to see what wacky yeah. off the wall thing she's going to say. And at the end of the level, how is she going to like rate you two right. and, yeah. and try to oh, cause conflict? The sarcasm <laughs> rating between the two is really awesome. Not yes, that this is a competition. Yes, but if Orange. It had been. What a fabulous move. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, she's not yeah. nice. No, not at all. They, they maintained the integrity of that character very well <laughs> oh, yeah. into the oh, yeah. second game. Sure. All right. Okay, I have yeah. an Go ahead. email here from Cupcheck. Dang First Doctor What? Nothing. He sent us like five. Okay. You can pick another one. <laughs> Hi, Cupcheck. How are you doing? <laughs> this one's called First Doctor Who episode within the zoo. Hey, guys. It's Cupcheck. And with the past four days being nothing but a house and zoo sitting, 14 cats and seven dogs... In that time, I found time to record two episodes of Doctor Who. I can't remember the full name of the episodes, but it had Angel in the title. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. 
I'm assuming it's the newer Doctor version, as it was a two-parter. And my low expectations of the show were shattered to pieces. Thanks for telling me how epic it is. And the 11th Doctor, I think, did not disappoint. Yes, Matt Smith is the newest 11th Doctor. The newest ADHD Doctor on record. A little bit. Uh, (laughs) I didn't think I was going to like him as much as I have. Um, He's very young for playing the role. He's he's in his low 20s. Well, so Mm. was Tennant. Tennant was younger. I mean, he was in his his 30s. Yeah, he was in his 30s. Um, This is the first time they've dipped that low into the pool of available actors, but I I understand now why they Low in age, not low in the pool. Right. <laughs> um. <laughs> like let's just not say Matt Smith is like you're not trying he to sucked. say bad things about right, him. Right. Matt Smith is doing a wonderful job in the role. He's been being handed some great writing and performing it in a very wacky, off the wall, but still endearing and fun to watch sort of way. He does the uh, techno babble extremely well, hmm. uh, which is can be hard in that kind of sure. show. You, know, you see people in who are cast in Star Trek would sometimes really screw up the techno babble. Yeah. And it's just, you have to speak fluent techno babble right. to, to pull right, it off. Right, right, right. And you have to believe it. And, and, <laughs> and, and Matt Smith owns it. Yeah. Even when it's obviously complete BS. He, right, he, he right. still projects complete ownership of it. So, yeah, in the particular two episodes he picked to go in were, were two particularly good ones. Um, oh, nice. The, with River Song with, and, with, and, the and weeping, Amelia. The weeping Amelia Angels Bond. are particularly interesting villains. Um there were actually just a one-shot episode back in the Tennant with era, David Tennant, yeah. With, with where David Tennant almost wasn't even in the episode. It was the, right. it was one told from a third-party perspective, where the Doctor was actually sending messages back to them via via, the, via videotape, not videotape, VCR. the the bonus features on a DVD. Oh, nice. okay, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, but the they're basically pictured just from a, a graveyard, a statue right. of an angel, um, with covering its eyes, a oh, weeping okay. angel. And the idea that this is a life form that is quantum locked, that it can only move and attack when you're not looking at it. Oh, that's right. You've told when, us. Oh, when you, are, right. when yeah. you are looking at it, it is, it is stone. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you, didn't, you wouldn't think that's actually all that creepy. Right. They make it creepy as hell. Um, yeah. And then, they, of course, in this return of them, they're wandering through a cavern full of them. Well, and when they, when they uh, touch you, they suck your life energy out of the universe and basically shift you back in time. Yep. And you live the rest of your life out in out of, out of sequence. Out of sequence and out of time. And they have taken your life and the power of your life in its original manifestation and, and they it. have fed on it. And so that's how they actually just, they don't destroy you, they throw you into the past. Right. So you're still alive, you still live out your span, you're just not the way you were supposed to be. And actually, they, they yep. got rid of that whole mechanism when they brought them back. Right. They just basically made them kill you. Oh. Um, which was kind of a lessening of the threats of well, the kind of the interesting. They actually, they MO. didn't, but they didn't actually kill them. They, they, turned, them. they turned them into angels. Yeah, that's true. Ah. They didn't actually kill them. They yeah. had them speaking through the electronics, which right. was incredibly creepy. creepy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dead guy talking to you through the electronics, but he's not really dead guy because he's dead guy that's now controlled by the angels. Bob. Yes. We call you Angel Bob. Angel Bob. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's just um, so yes, disturbing. Come check. I'm glad you were enjoying it. Uh, we'll get these heathens on board with it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> In your copious spare time, I know. Yeah. Maybe after football season. <laughs> yep. 
Well, Nathaniel uh, is so completely addicted to it. Okay, we have the classic uh, sonic screwdriver over there on the counter. The that ninth we just, and tenth doctor version. The yep. ninth and tenth doctor version that we just got for Nathaniel for Nemesis because uh, he prettily asked for it while I was at DEF CON and Dad mm. was in the mood, mood to bribe him. Thank you. <laughs> um, no, hmm? He was behaving himself extremely well. He didn't, he didn't even know I was considering it. And then it was, it was kind of fun watching his little boy anticipation checking the front door every day. <laughs> I'm sure. Waiting for it to show up. I said it was going to be you know five or six days and every day was like... So it's four or three five more, days three now. Or four more days. Two mm-hmm. or three more days. Three, three more days. One or two more days. days. <laughs> it could be here today. No, it's not here today. It took it six days. <laughs> and, yeah. him and we left coming it around the corner with it in his hands. <laughs> yeah. Dad, can you open this for me, please? <laughs> and then the ins- the installation of the, the batteries. batteries. Uh, <laughs> he's sitting there quietly vibrating next to me. <laughs> yes, his body was definitely humming. Oh, so funny. Passing so, the nerd torch to my son. Yes, mm, yes. I see. Really, 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 really funny. Boy. Now he's saying, Mom, Dad, you need your own sonic screwdrivers now. He actually <laughs> wants Mom to get the green one, which is the Matt Smith version. Oh. Um, the new one. And he's like, Mom, you can get that for your birthday or for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Yeah, I don't think that would be my only thing. Sonic screwdriver. Or really cool stuff. Yeah, what do you do with that? <laughs> so it was it was pretty funny though. Just definitely looking uh looking at his face as he's been enjoying it. Nice. That's my boy. He immediately went into uh uh you know um, imagination mode, mm-hmm. where oh, he would basically cool. was running around reenacting scenes from the, the Sonic screwdriver. Yeah, that in, and 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 every door upstairs in our house has been sonically locked. Of course, and he gets really upset with you. <laughs> He's just going open the door. <laughs> <laughs> that was locked. <laughs> I locked that sonically. <laughs> it's like, well, mommy's head is an, a sonic screwdriver too, and mm. she just thought it unlocked. That's right. All right, that's where we're going to go. I got Elf Prawn. Elf Prawn? Yeah, Elf Prawn. Yes. Have you you played with that guy since we last talked? We haven't played yet. (laughs) Okay. We're still. We were hoping to do some playing tonight, but um, one of the. One of our. Yeah, because he's got a sick daughter and probably not going to happen. I I just want to see how this mechanic actually works out. No, 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 it gets better. I already know how it's going to work out. Grail already made his character. Guess what his character is? Gigolo? An elf. (laughs) (laughs) Is she female? No, no, it's a male elf. But I mean, the chances of me actually playing are so minuscule at this point in time. (laughs) Because he's running. Right, yeah. 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 It was more just to go through the exercise of making a character to see what that's all about so I can. Because every time somebody makes a character, there's like 50,000 questions about it. So, of course, more to just get an idea of what all is entailed. Yeah, he's, you know, and he wants. To put an elf in there. He could have made anything. He made an elf. Yes. So, elf So, elf prawn. Yes. So, dear CH crew, listening to the archive of last week's show about role-playing and elven porn brought up the, the, and Elvin Porn brought up some some memories. Oh, God. A few years. I know, right? We we weren't the first? No. Apparently not. (laughs) Rule 34. No exceptions. (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) A few years ago, a few people from the Hungarian WoW community had a role-playing session consisting of like 10 hours of fail and laughter. Highlights include not having the rulebook for gnomes and, of course, two people wanting to play gnomish twins. Pink pigtails, of course. The party being captured and put in cages, but naked. Of course, I ended up with the NPC dwarf and the male tauren. Speaking of the male taurens, I would like to share a little exchange between the GM and the female player playing the tauren. Uh, and then it's in quotes, Thrygon, my, my daughter. But mom, I'm your son. What the? WTF, you play a guy? <laughs> Needless to say, most of us nearly suffocated from laughter. And this is from Arathard EU. Um, Sarathus, a.k.a. Hebtha. Hathba. But, uh, yeah. I think I think one thing we've learned from seeing Acquisitions Incorporated at PAX is mm-hmm. that that's pretty much how everybody's role-playing sessions are. I mean, I thought ours were like <laughs> 20% role-playing and 80% laughing and making goofing jokes off, yeah. and goofing off. I mean, yeah. a DM from Wizards of the Coast was running Acquisitions Incorporated exactly. for that. And it was just as off the rails. So we're apparently right. doing it right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it was funny. And it was when, uh, you know, I like just watching them play was a lot of fun. So I think that that's pretty standard. I think if you're not having a ton of fun when you're doing it and just laughing and, and joking, then you're probably not doing it right. Now, speaking of role play, Ursi would like to get on Skype with each of us individually at some point in the next however long. I saw mm-hmm. that. He sent me a tweet. Yeah, and do uh, some individual freeform role play. How does that work? I'm not sure. Okay. I'm a little worried. Um, <laughs> I'm not very why good does at this that. Sort of like ink blots I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I, I think it's a segment for Difficulty Check Second Edition. Which oh, is gotcha. show. awesome. Okay. And it's the idea behind the particular role play system is you play yourself mm-hmm. with one superpower added to you. Mm-hmm. So you react to whatever situation the game runner throws you into, however you would react if you had access to this superpower. Oh, okay. So apparently uh, some of the people he's had on, I think, uh, I forget who was actually, were they made their game was, their goal was to find Gnomewise and Iolite. In ah. this game world, it was their goal, and then they played themselves with one superpower, and off they went. Oh, okay. So, ah, interesting. Okay, so I was wondering. Yeah, so we'll try and hook each other up to him at various times, and it's simply a matter of just getting on Skype, and yeah. sure. it's all just talk role play. Anyway. <laughs> 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 if you ask you to turn the camera on, don't do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So no. we'll keep you posted as to whether we do that, and you guys can go over and listen to whatever episodes of Difficulty Difficulty Check 2nd Edition, which is Versus the World Radio's podcast, goes straight to podcast, about traditional tabletop gaming and role-playing gaming. So oh, nice. non-electronic gaming. Right. And they do a really good job over there and take it extremely seriously without mm-hmm. getting uh, to be rules lawyers about it. Yeah. One of my favorite demotivational posters is the shot from uh, Big Lebowski with John Goodman's character holding a gun on a guy at the bowling alley. Right. Rules lawyers. (laughs) Good guy, bad guy, I'm the guy with the gun. Right, right. (laughs) What? (laughs) Moving on. Indeed. 
Okay, so I have one here from. Oh God, I have to pronounce this. Adelia. Thuta droid. E C H U. Looking at a T A droid. Ech, Utadroid. Utadroid here. (laughs) 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 Long-time listener, first-time writer. Just wondering if any of you noticed that the Human Torch appeared in the Captain America movie. No, not the Human Torch from the Fantastic Four, but the original Human Torch from 1940 creator... Uh, created by Carl Burgos. In the scene where Steve and Bucky are at the Stark Exposition, there's a glass case labeled The Synthetic Man inside the case wearing his red jumpsuit from the comic is the original Human Torch, who was an android. Right. Just, it was a cool something that most people wouldn't have noticed. Anyway, love the show. Keep up the great work. Sincerely, Huda Droid. Cool. Um, I'm ashamed to say that, yes, I did spot that. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. I thought that's what... I wasn't sure exactly what it was, but... I remember the original Human Torch and Toro, the other, you know, the, the Flaming right. Boy sidekick, uh, were androids, and I made the mental connection of that. I think that's what that yeah. was. I wasn't sure, because my brain also leapt to the Vision, mm-hmm. who is, I think, right. descended from the same family or line of androids. At the oh, human, really? Or I think the Vision was the human torch and then became sentient and oh. became vision. I don't remember. It's not one I ever followed particularly no. closely, but I spotted that and my, my brain initially went to, oh, that's the vision. Yeah. Because um, I'm a big comic book nerd. Mm-hmm. But there's all kinds of little little things buried in all these movies. They're just right. for the fanboys, and, and we, we love them for that. Yeah. I missed right. them because I was looking at the hot man. <laughs> Bucky? <laughs> no. Bucky wasn't. Because this was before this Steve was Rogers. Was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bucky was man. hot too, though. But well, I totally hadn't made the connection that the actor playing Captain America was the actor who played the Human Torch in the Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Evans. Completely missed that. And he was and, in The and, Losers. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. looks very different. Yes. Um, he's, oh, yeah. he's buffed up just a bit. Uh, yeah, he put on a good amount of mass. But not only that, he he just played totally different character than Yeah. Johnny Storm. Yeah. Right. Johnny so. Storm's just an arrogant little... Yeah. 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 That's yeah. his whole character in Fantastic Four. And Steve Rogers is... Serious. Serious. Serious business. <laughs> Damn straight. Yeah. I still have to see it. I haven't it seen is it. It's out there waiting for us. What else have we missed? Uh, Cowboys and Aliens. Oh, we missed Cowboys and Aliens, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Seen that yet. Uh, what else? There was another one in there. Thor. Yeah, there we missed Thor. Thor. Oh, we missed, Thor missed Thor. We missed Cowboys and Aliens. Another we hot missed, man. Um, yeah. Captain America. Yes. Um, I have an email entitled Authors Rehashing. Mm-hmm. Hit it. Uh, it says, Dear Casuals, listening to your 8811 episode, I found myself face palming at your complaints about the repetition of the Dresden Files rules. Um, I'm surprised you haven't noticed that some form of this happens in almost every series. Publishers require it, so there's a chance that people who pick up the book in the middle of a series they haven't read can get some inkling of what's going on, so they don't just give up the book in disgust. I know it seems very foreign, but there are people that do this. As a kid at the library, I would pick up anything that looked interesting, and sometimes it did turn out to be part of a series. Publishers are terrified of losing these people as customers, so they want there to be enough info that someone can slog through it, even if it is the 14th book in a series. I'm sure the authors get just as tired of having to do it as we do reading it, especially now that easily skippable prologues seem to have fallen out of favor. Sincerely, Adelia. P.S. I meant to note this earlier, but it was great getting to meet you at Nerdtacular, Gnome. Hope one of you guys can make it again next year. Exclamation. Or indeed all of us. Yeah. Um, Um... I would disagree with that. How does George R. R. Martin evade this rule? I was going to say, <laughs> reading Dance of Dragons right now, he has not made one reference. To one the, back reference. You are 
forced to know what's going on because, man, and he has a huge cast of characters. So publishers obviously have more power over certain authors than others. Or certain authors just feel the need to do it. I, I mean, I'm not going to say the author says, I He want may them. just say, I want to make sure everybody's up to speed on what's going on. I think, to, personally, I've picked up books like that and read through it, and if it doesn't tell me what's going on, that makes me want to. Go if back. I like the writing, I'll go back and read the series. So. Well, one of the things that's interesting about having um, Amazon services and Kindle mm-hmm. is that if I find something and I'm reading it and it looks like it's interesting to me, a lot of times you can just look at the detail of the book and make sure and say, oh, this is number three in the series. I should start with number one. Right. And I'll go buy number E-books one. Are particularly good for that. And I, I really enjoy that because less often now I get caught in the middle of a series. I'm able to actually go back and get to the um go back and get to book number one um and i will say that yes i have been consuming books yeah Yeah. amazon thanks you and their bottom line says yes i think amazon's actually should be very very happy with my contribution to their bottom line today and or this year (laughs) yeah more or less it's a good thing yeah i like i like i i enjoy my ebooks so why not As, as long as i don't you know tick off the Tick off the, the all-powerful Amazon who controls my, my book habit. Okay. We've had that talk before. So just don't, don't get your account closed is yep. all. Yep, my book habit. Do not anger the juggernaut Mama. in the room. Exactly. All right. We have uh, reached our final break of the session. We are coming up on the research thread-fueled portion of our program. We have... Let's see, the Want You Gone is the track. This is the one of two songs that were commissioned for Portal 2. This is mm-hmm. the one that Jonathan Colton, once again, sung by GLaDOS. Um, and then the other one was interesting. They had uh, a contest to make a music video set to the other song they had commissioned for Portal 2. And some really, really good music videos were submitted. So if you go to Valve, they've got links on their front page to the winners and, and the, the many winners and the runners-up, and they even had the, the top two. They had such a hard time choosing between the two. They made it first place and 1.000000001 place. Wow. <laughs> they wanted to be a fractional change between yeah. them, and they actually created an extra prize for the other person. That's it's funny. It's so close. Cause, That's awesome. Um, but, yeah, lots, again, it's all video, so not so good for a radio show, but do go over and check it out. There's a lot of really good fan-created stuff based cool. on that contest that they did. Um, but this is the Jonathan Colton submission called Want You Gone. You are listening to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio from vtwproductions.com. Our RSS feeds are created and maintained by RSS feed creator from JitBit Software. Check them out on the web at jitbit.com or just follow the link from the front page of vtwproductions.com. We'll be back right after this. Code monkey, get up, get coffee. Code monkey, go to job. Code monkey, have boring meeting. With boring manager Rob. Rob say code monkey, very diligent, but his output stink. His code not functional or elegant. What do code monkey think? Code monkey think maybe manager wanna write goddamn login page himself. Code monkey not say it out loud. Code monkey not crazy, just proud. Code monkey like Fritos. Code monkey like Dad with Mountain Dew. Code monkey very simple man. 
2040, your in-depth look at game design and finance, live at 6 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, every Sunday, www.vtwproductions.com versus the World Productions. I'm a little girl who likes CCGs, and I listen to VTW Radio at www.vtwproductions.com. I'm a little girl who likes CCGs. No, no, but you got to do it in the announcer voice. Yeah, yeah no. I'm, I'm a little, little girl, girl who likes CCGs. <laughs> hey, our professional voice actor just read what we told him to. Exactly. <laughs> I think I personally think he nailed it. <laughs> just to. It's like Ron Burgundy. He reads funny. whatever's put in front of him. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> doodle doodle dee. Yeah. Wubba wubba wubba. <laughs> Oh. All right, so this I week... I wonder if we could get him to read Go the F to Sleep with the announcer voice. We doesn't need to. No. It's got the best Samuel voice ever. Already done, yes, already. already done it. It's even uh, better. I mean, the best part about that I've said before is the Audible guy at the beginning going, this is Audible. And then Audible Broadcasting brings you Go the Beep to Sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Normal announcer voice, like nothing strange here. Right. Move along, nothing to see here. <laughs> it's just... Oh yeah! <laughs> All right. I'm going to say this word, and you're going to hear it. You're going to laugh because for some reason we think it's <laughs> dirty in this country. Whatever, mm-hmm. words are not dirty. People's minds are dirty. Get to know the difference. <laughs> and they're made dirtier by words. <laughs> and I learned, and I I actually learned several new words that I am not allowed to say on the air at DefCon. Really, and I also um, really. I, I learned a new curse word in my interview on Saturday. Really began to leverage um, Urban Dictionary. 
<laughs> I want to share this one because I did the and we're we are modifying the Lipton questionnaire and in the forums. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, there's a thread going on in the Alpha Geek section where I'm taking suggestions of what should be our standard nerdy questionnaire mm-hmm. for Alpha Geeks that come on to Alpha Geek interviews. And so far, it's all based around the questionnaire that we were introduced to via Inside the Actors Studio that James Lipton uses, who he stole it from Bernard Pivot, the Frenchman. Um, and slowly, the French the lady Frenchman. Host. <laughs> Apparently, the French gave a great interview because it's a really good questionnaire. But wanting to adapt it to us, I've put out the thread saying, hey, suggest stuff. And we've already had some great suggestions come in in the form of. Uh, what is your favorite gadget to ask a nerdy ah, that's person? Cool. Oh, that's cool. That's very um, cool. I came up with what is the nerdiest thing you've ever done and been ashamed of? Mm. And the what is the nerdiest thing you've ever done and been proud of? Ah. Um, so input on that. Just hit the forums at vtwproductions.com and go to Alpha Geek. There's a thread started there just called The Questionnaire. And one of the questions from the source material is simply, what is your favorite curse word? And oh, yes. Marion Call's response was, Frackabanjo. Oh, yes. I was like, where did you get Frackabanjo from? I thanked her in the tweet. I yes. said, thank you, Marion Call. <laughs> uh, she said it was the, a, a, a curse word she had made up the previous week when editing banjo tracks from a song that she was putting on her new album. And apparently editing banjo is very frustrating. Ah. So she came up with Frackabanjo. Oh, okay. <laughs> So I'm sharing it with all of you now because I believe the world should adopt this. It should be right up there with Bugger um, and uh, Frackabanjo. Uh, Frackabanjo. Frackabanjo. Got it. Frackabanjo. I've always really liked Frag from Shadowrun. I always thought that was a cool, like... Is that a curse word in the not Shadowrun universe? Not an F universe? word, mm-hmm. you know, the cool F word for, yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, frag it. Yeah. I don't know. I've always liked it. Frag you and the horse you rode in on. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Our all-volunteer... Isn't that a little dirty? <laughs> Not, not if you take him out to dinner first. <laughs> you worked for that one. I heard the pause. What am I going to say? What am I going to say? I will fix that pause in it post. It was quick enough. <laughs> it'll seem I do it all for the listeners. It'll yeah. be seamless. Yeah, yeah. You're like, wow, Gnome is so quick-witted. He's right on the ball. <laughs> Editing software is the bomb. And Which is have... Barry's favorite curse word. What? Balls. Balls. <laughs> Well, thanks, Science Barry, <laughs> that you've got your balls in order. All right, are all volunteers? Bucky, what? Uh, oh, sorry, Buckmin- oh. Buckminster Fuller, what? Full of balls? No. All volunteer. Our all volunteer research team uh, yes. has come up with a wonderful research thread for us this year. Contributors this, this year? Week. You mean this week? <laughs> Fix it. It's all good. In post. post. <laughs> no. no. <sighs> the oh. title of this week's. Research thread as penned by Fangs, the first mm-hmm. contributor, August 14th, Thanks. 2011, the Invasion of Pandaren Sith Inquisitors edition. Yes. Damn straight. <laughs> oh, and someone was asking earlier why we're going Sith in, actually, why we're going evil oh, yeah. in uh, Old Republic. And the answer, of course, is because good is dumb. dumb. Yeah. Yes. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's obvious, really. Duh. I have shout-outs before we okay. start the threads. Hit it. Uh, White Tempest, Boba Fetish, Boba Fetish, Snow Scar, and Betty Page um, actually are the only four. Uh, and Donna Haas was here for a short period of time. Only four who, five, who came to the dance party. So 
I'm not surprised that the dance party is waning a little bit, considering WoW playership is waning. Well, yeah, and we've also so been much. sporadic about our holding of it. So yeah, yeah. Not yeah. so all that surprising. No. So there you go. All our four. Hey, when Booyah. Star Shout Wars out. comes out, we can um, have a Star Wars like shoot each other party. Yeah, so or will, will dancing yeah. be a trade skill like it was in that other great Star Wars game? <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> level up by performing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's what I think of when I think of Star Wars. Oh yeah. Only if they hand you dollar bills to throw at people. I see now. I'm okay with that being in the game because there's people out there that probably really enjoyed it. As long as you're not forced to do it. Well, now that we've got Connect, you could really dance. <laughs> Except for we would all look hutties. But anyway, that'd be pretty badass, actually. Dancing is a hut. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You hate to dance. You be quiet. Just picture Job of the Hut doing the Cabbage Patch. Okay? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> With his little tiny arm. And it's just wrong. <laughs> what has been heard, ladies oh, and gentlemen? Boy. You can't unhear it. <laughs> okay, contributors to this week's thread. <laughs> the aforementioned Fangs. Scrolls. Wow, Fangs gave a metric. Oh, a ton of stuff. Time yeah. 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 One man thread. Uh, Deus Ex. Boba Fetish mm-hmm. and Sean Caster all contributing to this week's glorious research thread. What has jumped out at you guys? Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got to read something about Star Wars. It was the mix of anticipation and fear is huge. And it's a little article stating, basically stating that, you know, they broke every pre-order record um, for Star Wars and that for most people it would be a sigh of relief, but not so for um, Erickson who basically says, at least for myself, nothing short of shipping and actually being successful will alleviate the worry. I've watched this game grow since before the day, before the, before day one. And as my creative project, you, I poured my heart into it. The mix and anticipation of fear is huge. We'll relax after the game is out running beautifully and our fans are having a blast. So basically that can be, that's, I mean, if you break all records for pre-order what if your game comes out and sucks exactly they're worry that's that's a huge that's, worry you well, know i'm there's a lot of people, age of conan yeah what <laughs> age of canon yeah. i mean that one i, I never actually <laughs> played it so who knows but i mean they they've already got three million people signed up for their game this is very good. That's that's this quite is, a bit. <laughs> yeah. So it's gotta it's gotta definitely have it's gotta have something to keep us there because right. a lot of us left other games and are really pinning our hopes on this game. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Let's good, hope it doesn't suck. There really won't be any shortage of other things to try if they do drop the ball. But I think the the deck is definitely stacked in their favor. Mm-hmm. But we could have said that. And we did say that because mm-hmm. it was Sony Online Entertainment and LucasArts joining, joining together to right. make an MMO. How could they possibly fit? Well, no, now yeah, we know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and They can. And you, you look back at the ways that they failed and hopefully BioWare yeah. has learned from that because from a technical standpoint, Galaxies was freaking incredible. Oh, yeah. The character generation engine in that thing, you could make yourself. Right. Where people walking by you in-game who knew you in real life would recognize you. Hey, if you that's were willing, If you were willing to spend the time right. to tweak the character, yeah. you could be you. It was that good. I never could get my Wookiee to look like me, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you shaved too uh, much in real that's life. That's true, yeah. <laughs> so I always see on, on, on Sundays here, 
your inner Wookiee is trying oh, yeah. to escape. So I don't have to go back to work till Tuesday. I don't have to show you up should at the see office. Monday night. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's there's still parts of that game that probably would have issues running on today's systems. Yeah, they, it the part of the problem so they were pushing the ambitious. Envelope. Yeah, um, but the just some of the you know the minor mechanics they left out like space flight and oh, yeah. mm-hmm. the ability to be a Jedi anytime in this millennium. Yeah. So yeah. Gameplay was slightly lacking, but there were a lot of things that were good and technically well designed about the game. It was just sabotaged by these glaring anchors sure. that just dragged it down. But Bioware I mean has Bioware ever really released a dog? I know they've never done an MMO before. Hmm. But can you really look at anything they've released and you say, oh, yeah, there's there's the one they did that sucked. Yeah, nothing jumps out memorably, but there might I mean, be we've, something. We've seen you know companies of the same ilk that we hold in the same kind of esteem that have abandoned products sure. before they became the one, that, you know, the one that Blizzard did that sucked. So Lord of the Clans and mm-hmm. Ghost you know, have never seen and never probably never will see the light of day. Because they weren't up to snuff. And a, a lot of companies don't have that uh, internal check valve that says, we can't ship it. They'll, they'll say, no, we put money in this. We have to ship it and try and recover it. And right. Screw our reputation. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully, I'm, I mean, I'm hoping BioWare is not going to scrap right. this. Right. Sorry, it's not up to our, give us another five years. We'll get you a new one. Yeah. And the torches <laughs> and the pitchforks heading hey, for their headquarters. We've already prepaid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, so I think they're a little past the point of no return. Yeah. They have to ship something, but hopefully it'll be something damn good that we will all go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nerd squee. Exactly. And shoot Ewoks. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> and Gungans. Yeah. And Gungans at the same time. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Ewoks riding on the back of Gungans, and you can nail them both in one shot. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Two for one. That should be like the, the training segment is. Okay, we we'll teach you how to shoot with your uh, blaster pistol right. here. And they get little Ewoks to walk like, back and forth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they put like little 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 little, little shock rods yeah. getting yeah. them to walk across the screen. Just off screen. They put those little granola bars or whatever at each end, so it just keeps going back and forth to eat. Oh, that's bad. Oh, All right. Don't don't kill me. <laughs> I have uh, I have Star Wars too. Hit it. Star Wars coins as legal tender. Ooh. The South Pacific island of Niue is I think how it's pronounced N I U E is issuing legal tender emblazoned with Star Wars characters. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth II, Niue's head of state, will be on the front of the forty new coins, but Luke, Leia, and the gang will appear in color on the flip side. <laughs> From the Telegraph, as legal tender, the coins will have a face value of NZ $2, one pound, but the silver content in each is worth considerably more than that. The coins are primarily aimed at collectors and investors around the world in a bid to boost news flagging government coffers. Sets of four, each containing one ounce of silver, will sell for about uh, NZ 469. That's about 235 pounds. Wow. So they're collector coins, but they're actually um, a one pound legal, and they are legal tender. Yep. So that's from the, looks like New Zealand mint. Interesting. Um, is the NZ equivalent. <laughs> the queen on one side, the emperor on the yeah, other side. Yeah. 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 That's just not right. <laughs> just doesn't work well. Oh, and that was actually one of the comments below was uh, which side is shown in the pic above. And of course, it's the emperor mm-hmm. above. 
So yeah. you're not looking at the queen <laughs> Is there, that dude. Too in her later years or what? Oh <laughs> that my ain't god! Right. Oh. <laughs> All right, from uh, Ziff Davis, Starbucks students, laptop loungers, your days are numbered. Summary. Laptop loungers, those who stay in Starbucks all day with their laptops plugged in, may not be able to if the coffee shop, coffee company has its way. I have witnessed this phenomenon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. All wondered, time. wondered how long it was going to last. How it has managed to last this long. Um, and uh, you've, you've seen this evolution of coffee shops offering free Wi Fi, right. and mm-hmm. a lot of them. Turning it the hell off. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it encourages, and but we're to the point now where many people who use the internet heavily just have a mobile broadband plan. Right. So they're no longer beholden to the actual coffee company to get the Wi-Fi, and they come in, in the morning, they buy their one cup of coffee, and then soak up electricity for the entire day and think that that's okay to do. I think the, the major breakdown here is people's feeling of entitlement that, well, sure, there's a plug here, so I can plug into it. Mm-hmm. Right. And not buy any of their products to right. off-put the cost. And, and, and or they're buying, like, a $2 coffee and, you And know, saying for nine hours. Yeah, nine hours. Does Starbucks hour. actually sell a $2 coffee? Yeah. Okay. Their, yeah, I think Their it's, drip yeah. is two, oh, nice. 204 yeah. But you're not allowed to put anything in it. No, you, what are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> it's a joke, son. Oh, yeah, Humorous yeah, exaggeration. Yeah. You know, because most of the stuff that Starbucks sells is Get expensive. Get story. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> come on. Come on. Let me get that Oscar music going here. <laughs> Some busy Starbucks outlets in New York City are discouraging laptop users from plugging in as they sip their venti by blocking power sockets and freeing up spaces for other customers. It's an odd... Con- concoction, considering it was around this time last year that Starbucks started rolling out free AT&T-powered Wi-Fi to all of its customers. But every Starbucks coffee shop with seats available have wireless internet access for purchase and to browse the web with. There's no announcement has been made by Starbucks on the wires. Many have taken it as an indication that users should only use their laptop batteries for browsing the web. Finishing off that essay or sending an all-important accounts uh, document to fill back at the head office so they can push off sooner rather than later. Mm. So basically giving the not-so-subtle hint of don't stay here too long by saying no power for you. Yes. It's it's interesting to me because it's, I mean, it's not just Starbucks. I've been up like Wildflower Bread Company and other places where it's like I need to go work and I need to work off campus from my job and I don't want to work at home. But I make it the habit of I go in and I buy stuff. And if I'm going to stay there a long period of time, I go up and I buy more, more stuff. stuff. And it's like it, this is my kind of paying my dues to them. Right. I'm, is, rent, I'm renting this space for you by buying your stuff. Right. Yes. And that's the symbiotic relationship that is supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, some people are more sort of the leech and will literally either try to not buy anything at all or buy something extremely cheap really early in the day and take up a spot that another paying customer could be in, which is the big deal, is you, these companies depend on churn and people coming and going and more money walking in the door. Mm-hmm. And if every seat in the place is taken up by a person who bought a drip coffee at 7 a.m. and haven't left at 2 p.m., that's a bit of a problem for the old uh, bottom line. 
That's so true. consider that next time you're yeah. sponging off of <laughs> franchisee, but I'm not bitter. Right. Again. <laughs> yeah, mm. because I I do the same thing that IO does. I go in there and I buy my stuff and I sit down and use the internet, like yeah. that coffee shop near where I'm working now. And, you know, they have the code on the TV. You have to put in the code. But mm-hmm. I usually buy a fair amount because I eat lunch there. So Right. right. Well, and that's just it. If I'm going up to, to Wildflower, then I don't, you know, I buy lunch. If I'm going, and then if I've stayed more than two hours, I go up and I buy, you know, a snack and another set of drinks. Maybe this is part of my weight problem. (laughs) 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 Anyway. Stop being generous. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next victim. Or if you don't, I do. Go ahead. You can go ahead with yours. Looters return stuff to Games Workshop. Scores of disappointed rioters queued up this morning to return goods they had mistakenly looted from Games Workshop. <laughs> so they're like, they took it and then said, oh no, these, this isn't stuff we want and returned it? <laughs> this is on the Daily Mash, which is a comedy site. Okay, I was like, what? <laughs> the crestfallen thieves had raided the store hoping for a PS3 or Nintendo bounty, but arrived home to find they had stolen a box containing 300 unpainted orcs. <laughs> And a board game called Beyond the Ultra Forest of Quang. <laughs> Martin Bishop, 19, said, I am returning the Runering of Fangor. It includes two dice, each with about 40 sides, and instructions on how to gain the trust of a cloud wizard. And yet somehow, I'm the effing bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just in case you're wondering, the Daily Mash is not a serious news site. But right. this is a pretty freaking funny story, which you should all read. Yes. Well, yeah. that's what we hope, anyway. What? Nevertheless, I am now immune to dwarven magic, so it hasn't been a complete waste yeah, of time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, who wouldn't want that? That's awesome. Oh. Meanwhile, historical kitsch outlet pastimes reported the return of a pair of resin bookends and in the shape of Egyptian cat god Sekhmet and 254 teak statues of a fat reclining Buddha. <laughs> And in Manchester, people who stole copies of Limitless, starring Bradley Cooper, have been setting fire to them and throwing them back to the window. <laughs> back to the window of the store. Nice. Ah. So, Roy Hobbs, manager of the Games Workshop in Birmingham, said, Welcome home, my children. Let me bathe, bathe you in the healing milk of Fangnarbark. Yeah. <laughs> I knew we would meet again. Oh, that's funny. That ain't right, kids. I, yeah. I do have one. Okay, hit it. Ten-year-old presents app exploit at DEF CON. One new, one new thing about DEF CON this year was they lowered their age restrictions, and they had the DEF CON Kids Village. Oh, good. You had to be eight years old uh, to enter. So roughly 60 young hacker wannabes aged 8 to 16 were mentored in the arts of white hat hacking or hacking in a responsible manner. Uh, they listened to talks by Black Hat and DEF CON founder Jeff Moss, a.k.a. The Dark Tangent, Stephen Levy, um, Levi, excuse me, a writer for Wired, and Johnny Long, best known for using the Google search to discover security loopholes. Um, the kids were taught how to open master locks, Google hacking, social engineering, coding in Scratch, and so forth. So forth. Hmm. Sci-fi, C-Y-F-I, a 10-year-old Girl Scout and DEF CON Kids co-founder from California presented her findings on an exploit in an unnamed social game. She began tinkering with the code after growing impatient with the game's slow pace and discovered, by that, discovered that by disconnecting her phone from Wi-Fi and resetting the clock forward in small increments, she could fast-forward many of the actions in the game, a new class of vulnerabilities she dubbed Time Traveler. 
<laughs> nice. <laughs> she presented funny. her findings at a talk called Apps, a Traveler of Both Time and Space, and what I learned about zero days and responsible disclosure. Mm. The world of apps is obviously not thought about security yet, read the presentation summary. Here is an important lesson they can learn from a Girl Scout. I'll show a new class of vulnerabilities I call the Time Traveler. By controlling time, you can do many things, such as grow pumpkins instantly. This technique enables endless possibilities. I'll show you how. Want to play a game? Let's find some zero days, because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> and the next generation is born. So, yeah. age 10. <laughs> That ain't right, kids. And yet, it is so right on so yeah. many levels. In the spirit of responsible disclosure, Sci-Fi did not publish the names of the apps she'd cracked. Yeah. <laughs> but it apparently involves pumpkins. It involves <laughs> pumpkins. pumpkins. You can grow pumpkins. Yeah, it rhymes with Schmarmsville. Yes. Schmarmsville. <laughs> there you go. Yes, from a, a company that rhymes with uh, Minga. Yeah. <laughs> All right, kids. That is another two hours of your life you ain't getting back. Yep. You have been listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio. Coming up next, this week's live episode of The Emperor's Court. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Your three-hour break from internet porn. <laughs> <laughs> it's what they say. Yeah, okay. I just read the copy. <laughs> you should see the... Because you need a break from internet porn, apparently? If it's the Emperor, hell yeah. <laughs> But I digress. They just be careful of the seething mass of humanity that's gathering in the IRC to praise their once and future God. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but I'm not scared. <clears throat> we will be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. I have been Gnomewise. I've been Iolate. I've been Dexo. And I've been Grail. And we are out of here. Yay. Bye-bye, radio people.